You want to be greeted. You want to be taken care of. This is a place, a decadent place, where you're going to get desserts and cocktails. You can come dressed up after the theater and not feel weird. It's not a <laughs> ball. It's not a nightclub. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a nice bar. Welcome to Drop the Disc. Today's episode is much anticipated. Troy and Amy Adamo from Vance's Bakery Bar. What is this place that has just opened downtown? You know, a 50s, 60s, mid-century modern cocktail lounge. It's light, jazz, light, 50s and 60s music playing in the background. They serve elegant cocktails, but what else can you expect there? Think of our menu kind of a 50s bake sale. So you're not (laughs) going to go there and find... um, very fancy desserts. They're delicious okay. and they're smaller portions. So when gotcha. you know, think of tapas desserts almost. And it seems like this bakery bar concept in Augusta may be the first of its kind. Someone who helped us create our signature cocktails. He's um, one of the top mixologists on Bar Rescue. His name is Rob Floyd and he is, he's opened 800 bars and he's never heard of it. So he helped us. He was one of our mentors. And finally, hear about how much it matters to Troy and Amy to invest in building up downtown and all of Augusta. Augusta's the longest I've ever lived in any one place. This is my hometown, even though I'm not from this coast. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast recorded at Augusta Podcast Studio. We have been very, very excited and we have been much anticipating this recording for a while of Vance's Bakery Bar. They are now open in Augusta. They just opened this past weekend. Congratulations to them. And thank you to our presenting sponsor, Nancy Powell, for making all of this happen. Nancy Powell is the broker for the real estate firm Powell & Associates. Not only is she an extremely active member of the community, not only does she sponsor things like this podcast all the time, but she's an extremely Uh, experienced, well-networked, and friendly in that she has your back, real estate agent. If you're looking to buy, if you're looking to sell, if you're looking to invest, if you're just looking for some information or maybe some references, contact Nancy Powell at Powell & Associates. Give Nancy a call, 706-717-1281, or find her on Facebook at downtown augusta broker and once again thank you so much for tuning into this episode of drop the disc we really appreciate every minute that you guys spend listening to this show it means a lot to us and it's the reason that we're able to do this this episode for us was awesome if you enjoy this episode as much as we did go ahead and rate or review the show tell a friend about it and now you can also support us on patreon which the link is in the bio we really appreciate it and now Let's talk some Vance's Bakery Bar. Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. And uh, we are Drop the Disc Podcast. And uh, yes, I do have a frog in my throat. <laughs> Chris, we're going to push through today. Yes, we I'm, are. I'm really hoping we hear a lot from you though. Your voice <laughs> sounds so good right now. So manly. <laughs> so Deacon great. Sexy. Chicks yeah. dig that. Yeah. yeah. So we are here today. <laughs> we're here today with some cool guests with a... Uh, a restaurant that we are very excited to talk about. Yes, and we are here today with Troy Adamo and Amy Adamo. And uh, why are y'all here? What's your business? Vance's Bakery Bar. That's awesome. Everybody's like, yeah, finally. So I said restaurant. The correct term is bar. Right. From now on, we say bar. 21 and over bar. Love that. Speaking of 21 and over bars, we have Zach McCabe at All Equal Parts right yes. here. He has just handed us each an Irish coffee. Zach, do you want to talk about this real quick? Sure. You want to hop on Chris's mic? There you go. Yeah, so this is just a traditional Irish coffee served in a Georgian Irish coffee glass. Uh, we got some Eubora, Rwanda beans in there, some blended Irish whiskey, a little bit of sugar. It's really simple. And then just float the cream on top. I think uh, Irish coffees are one of those drinks that uh, a lot of people kind of over, overly complicate and add things they maybe shouldn't add. This is my go-to. This is... Uh, it's delicious. It's decadent and coffee and booze. The best part is when you drink it when it's fresh. You got a cold cream on top with a really hot coffee. That juxtaposition between the two is just fantastic. Cheers. 
Thank you for the details. And that's Zach McCabe at All Equal Parts. Zach, you do cocktail classes. You're doing a cocktail class pretty soon, right? You're doing one on April 3rd, and people can, I assume, buy tickets by finding you on your social media? There are five left. There are five tickets left. You heard it here first. So by the time this is airing next Sunday, it may be sold out. It might be sold out. Sorry, guys. (laughs) But check them out either way. Uh, And back to the episode. Yes, yes. So uh, I'm going to try this. Let's do that first. I've tried this so many times. It's always good. I love this drink. I did not like Irish coffee until Zach started making me Irish coffee. That's delicious. And this is to pair Mm. with some stuff that you guys have brought which we will check that out very soon. So uh, thank you guys for coming in. We are going to turn our attention back to our guest today. Um, Chris, what do you say we start with uh, with Troy? Yeah, let's do that. Let's start with Troy. You came in here. You didn't want to talk as much, so we're going to target you. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> so Troy, did you grow up in Augusta? I did not. I'm from California. Really? That's northern right. or southern? Uh, big question. Mostly northern California. Okay. The further south I ever lived was in Fresno. Uh, as a kid growing up in California, I moved 13 times before I finished high school. It's crazy. What am, was the... Am, yeah. I, am I hearing military brat maybe or... My dad was a lumber salesman. Oh, okay. And for whatever reason, his company would just transfer him every eight to 10 months to a new town and he would move. And then when the school year would end, my mom would pack us all up, sell the house, and we'd move to wherever his new office was. California is pretty big. Yeah. Like the yeah, entire yeah. eastern seaboard. It's like the entire, yeah. So, That's pretty crazy. So we moved around a lot. It's uh, like New York to Georgia type stuff, right? Yes. That's crazy. So when you were growing up, you went to high school in California? I did. Did you, was, was, was your life, you know, was boozy desserts your passion at that time? Not at all. <laughs> Maybe booze, but not the dessert right. part. It's not even that. What's it like over there? <laughs> so, uh, if we're gonna we're gonna pull back the the curtain and see yeah, the talk great about and powerful laws. Yes, <laughs> I grew up as a Mormon, and so I, definitely I, no booze. I had no booze. <laughs> I didn't have my first alcoholic drink until I was in my thirties. Same. But I <laughs> dove completely in. <laughs> And now I own a bar. So, but at the, I love so that. at the time, though, you were a Mormon. When you went to high school and you graduated, what did you did you go on a mission trip? I did. I uh, I served a mission in Guatemala for two years, and they kind of taught me that that's not I, the safest place to go be a missionary. Not really. <laughs> not really. So that's I was, that's was why there. they send them there, David. <laughs> they need somebody. <laughs> that's why they do it. Someone has to do the saving. Right. Thing. Yes. <laughs> so uh, yes, I spent I spent two years there. Uh, I was actually very very ill during my time there, really? home very sick, and actually had uh, some some issues with memory after that. Mm. Uh, while I was there, I had a fever that lasted about 32 days. That's insane. Wow. So I lost most of my childhood uh, memories. I don't remember a lot of things from growing up. Most of what I know is academic mm. from being told, hey, you lived here. Hey, you did this. Look, here's a picture to prove it. And I said, wow, oh, wow that's cool. I don't remember that. It's insane. Did, what what was it that happened? I mean, we don't have to go too far into this. Uh, basically, I was I had malaria. Got wow. Gotcha. That is so. You came back obviously because of that. I assume. No. 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 I was hospitalized there. You stuck it out. Which I can tell you, a hospital in Guatemala <laughs> is probably not as clean as your garage. <laughs> Enough said. I hate. I hate Enough that said. for you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that for you. So, but you did come back. I did, I, I'm, and I'm still here. When you came back, did you go back to California? Yes, I went back to California. Okay. Um, I went to college for a little bit. Okay. And then in uh, 1999, I joined the Air Force. Uh, because of my time in Guatemala, I thought that I had a talent for languages. Mm. At least I had a talent for talking. Right. So <laughs> I joined the Air Force to be a linguist, and. Uh, after I finished my basic training in Texas, they sent me back to California to uh, to go to language school in Monterey, California. Okay, great place to go to school, though, Monterey. Sure, it was from what I see in pictures. It's a beautiful place. It's, yeah, it's great to visit. Um, <laughs> it's dreary. It's a little dreary. Okay. <laughs> you know how we have pollen season? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do, I know. They have they have fog season, which lasts from. January to December. (laughs) (laughs) 
I want to know where I'm seeing these pictures. <laughs> they're highly edited, apparently. So what happens <laughs> is a lot every morning on. until about 10, there's right. fog. And every afternoon after about 4, there's fog. So if you work or you're in school, then when it's nice, you're indoors. Wow. <laughs> it's a small wonder you decided to leave. Right. Well, I didn't have a choice. Right. So the Air Force said, now go to Georgia. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing Air Force is what brought you to the East Coast. That's correct. Okay. Or was I that to Augusta? To Fort Gordon. Okay. Yeah. I was stationed to Fort Gordon in uh, 2000. Okay. And stayed here until I retired in 2019. So when you moved here, you would, you've been to a, a few places by this point, less than you would have liked because they sent you back to California. But uh, what was your impression when you moved here in, in 2000? It was a big change, um, culture change. Uh, you know, the climate is so different. Um, right. California is very, I don't know how to describe California. It's very left coast. And, and this was very much not that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. It's, it's definitely a different culture when you go to those Western states. They, they even speak, I mean, it was probably a little bit of an adjustment for you. You've, I mean, it sounds like a lot of your life you've been around Spanish-speaking people. I had, um, but, but that wasn't how I learned Spanish. I right, just, right. I learned it mostly by just being dropped in Guatemala. <laughs> but uh, okay. I guess. So you got to Augusta in 2000. Mm-hmm. And and you stayed in the Air Force until you retired. When when was that? That was in September of nineteen. So congratulations. Thank that's you. the first thing because that's very recent. Yes. Um. What we will do now, I think, is we'll take this to Amy, and we're gonna get to that. You know, this point where you guys run into each other, and then we'll do the rest of the story. Sounds good. So, Amy, did you grow up in Augusta? I did not. I grew up in Pennsylvania. So y'all didn't meet at Fort Gordon. <laughs> Nope. Okay, that's what that was my first guess. That, okay. Not at Fort Gordon, but probably oh. because of it. Okay. Yeah, we met about eleven years ago. Okay. Like yeah. Um, I came down here after undergrad and started working at the Westinghouse Savannah River Company. Okay. At Savannah Riverside. So you went to school in Pennsylvania? Un- yeah, undergrad and graduate school. Very cool. Okay, and you wanted to be an engineer? No. Um, so my undergrad was criminology. So okay. I came down, I was working at Westinghouse in personnel security. Really? You were you were a security guard? No, no. What were you doing? No, I was doing clearances. Very cool. That's above mm-hmm. our pay grade. That is literally <laughs> above our pay grade. Yep. So I worked there for about six years, and then I was a okay. recruiter down here. Um, I recruited for many manufacturing companies around the area, and then I worked at several club car, um, Southern Company, and um, let's see, where else did I work? Vogel, well, yeah, and Mox. So you were kind of, I mean, as a recruiter, we've had, uh, we had the Augusta staffing, uh, the, the, the Kellys on, yes. shout out to them. And they kind of talked about how they act as like HR for people. Yes. Is that kind of what you were doing? You were yeah. helping companies with their HR? I recruited engineers. Gotcha. So highly technical folks. And then um, I was an HR manager, talent acquisition manager at Mox. How do you get into that? What did how, so what left, desire got you into that? Yeah, I left uh, Savannah River Company back in '96, and I was trying to figure out what to do. So I went to this recruiter um, in Aiken, South Carolina. I was living mm-hmm. in Aiken, and he hired me to be a recruiter. I didn't even know they existed, and so he <laughs> taught me everything I knew. And I was a specialist in plating and finishing, and recruited engineers, so all over the um, United States. And I had a company in Spain, so there was. What year did you come to Augusta? You had a company in Spain. 1989. 1989. What was your view of Augusta when you moved here? I had culture shock. Okay. And that's just from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So that's getting into the Bible Belt. Culture shock. <laughs> okay. It was very, very What was the different. difference? That's Yankee um, to Dixie. <laughs> I didn't want it. You said it, not me. It you was just said very right. different. Um, mm-hmm. The people were different. Uh, the culture was different. The weather, the first summer when I got down here, I couldn't Hot. go outside. I mean, you had oh, to acclimate. For yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. So it took me a while, but um, I love it. I mean, you stayed here. Yeah, I stayed. That's even though you hated it for a minute, which is fine. Really, she never said hate. I didn't That's hate true. It. We didn't um, use that word. We didn't. No, it was just hot and it was different, and I was homesick. Right. Mm. It was the first time I moved away from home, and I moved 680 miles away from home and family. So, 
Where, where in Pennsylvania? I'm only asking because, Harrisburg? Uh, because uh, Zach is also from Pennsylvania. We have the Pennsylvania connection. Yeah, Harrisburg. And I went to undergrad at IUP, which is Indiana and University of Pennsylvania near Pittsburgh. Zach's sister went there. He's not on mic, but Isn't I want the people to know that. <laughs> and then my graduate school went to Penn State. Oh, very cool. Very, so. very cool. Very cool. So you have a football team, uh-huh. I assume. Okay. And he's by marriage. I do by marriage. <laughs> <laughs> it was a condition of our dating. They, that's Steelers. one of those West Coast yeah. things, though, where they don't. you don't really watch football as much on the West Coast, right? You didn't not watch college, college football. football. Mm-hmm. Professional. I mean, Professional? You a Chargers fan? No. <laughs> Oh, he's giving you the eye. Baby. He is. Oof. He's no, a Steelers I, I, fan. No. <laughs> I'm a lifelong Raiders fan. Oh. Okay, that's respectable. They're from they're from California. Right. You and can then, appreciate uh, that. You know, our, our, our cross bay rivals being the 49ers. Right. Or the 40 winers. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I wish we were doing a football podcast because yeah. I could no, no, really no, my, get into my that. My real passion though is baseball. Okay, I'm I'm hardcore Oakland A's. There are pictures of me as a toddler in an A's uniform. Love that so, uh, forever. Love forever that the A's. Now because I have been in Augusta <laughs> for Braves over fans. 20 years, mm-hmm. you're in Braves. My country. National League team is the Braves. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair to say, right? And so, now they're affiliated with the. Uh, oh, now the Green Jackets are affiliated with the Braves. Absolutely, right. and yeah. full circle. And yeah. even in 2019, when I retired, we held my retirement ceremony at a Green Jackets game. That's awesome. That's like that's yeah. great, and they've kind of got the same color scheme as the A's too. So you they can did. almost, you know, well, they had the same color scheme as the Giants because they were an affiliate, right? Of right. The Giants, which I hate, because they're across <laughs> the bay from, from Oakland, right? But now they're affiliated with the Braves. That's so. great. So, so Amy, I have to ask: Were you making? Were you baking anything when you were in college? Yeah, I haven't then, heard boozy like, or or baking yet. Well. We don't have to talk about boozy college days. I mean, I was but... I went to fraternity parties and I was right. in a sorority, yeah. so I mean, okay. yeah, I drank, um, <laughs> but I don't drink that much now. We we have a very giant liquor cabinet because I bake with it, and people say, "Wow!" Right. And then I might drink a margarita on a Friday night, and he might drink a, a couple beers a week. But um, we're passionate about baking with it. And so, when, when did that start, though? Right. Was that after you guys had met each other? Yes. And yes. we haven't even talked about that. That's where we need to go. Okay, yeah. David, take it away. <laughs> so as we foreshadowed, um, you know, we're at the point right now where, you know, you guys are going to meet each other. Uh, we've got Troy. You're here with the Air Force. Uh, and Amy, you're a recruiter at this time, right? No, I was, um, where was I? Vogel? You had just started at Vogel. Yeah. Just started at Vogel. I had just Plant returned uh, with the Air Force from California. Okay. Yeah, we I were did, set I up. did a, sh- mm-hmm. a short stint, uh, about four years in Texas, and then followed it up with some advanced language training in Monterey. Got it. And uh, went through a divorce at that time and moved here and a friend. Yeah, we were set up by a friend of ours. Set us up. Matchmaker. Yeah, Match she said, uh, <laughs> She said, Amy, I know you run. So I used to run half marathons for team and training. That's how I met a lot of people in Augusta. Mm-hmm. And um, runners are very friendly, by the way. Mm, right. Yes. So um, she that said, runner's high. Yeah. So she, she said, you run a lot. I have a friend who's divorced, who's moving here from California and wants, you know, to get in with a run group. And so she's, you know, we found each other on Facebook and started talking. And he said, do you want to go for a run? I said, no, because I didn't want to be <laughs> at my first date all sweaty. So running and talking just doesn't <laughs> yeah. really work. So we at went to the movies. No, I couldn't do that. We went to the movies and then that was it. That was that was it. 20, 2011. You 2011. proposed at the end of the movie? No. Practically. <laughs> I probably should have, apparently. No. <laughs> so About got, six months later. We'll be right back with Vance's Bakery Bar, Troy and Amy. But first, a message from Chris about Savannah River Brewery. Every week you hear us talk about Savannah River Brewing Company. I want to know if y'all are going to Savannah River Brewing Company and checking out what we get to see every week. Their beer is incredible, and in fact, I'm going to stop this commercial right now, this little ad plug, and I'm going to go ahead and hop on down to Savannah River Brewing Company to grab their new Kolsch beer. you got to check out their can. It's beautiful. It looks just like downtown Augusta. Beautiful skyline on the can. Beautiful Easter eggs if you looked hard enough to find them. If you find them, please let me know and DM us on dropthedisc underscore podcast. I want to know if you found them. Savannah River Brewing Company, super glad to be their partner. Super glad they partnered with us. 
Check them out. And a side note, Chris, now you can check out Savannah River Brewing Company on Mondays because they are now open seven days a week. So you guys met in 2011. You got married in 2011. 2012. 2012, okay. And how long after that did it take for you guys to develop this, you know, kind of niche passion that you've put together? Well, it took us about five years. So So there's still hope for me. In 2017, it's a little bit of a sad story. But it gets happy. And then it becomes a happy story, and it becomes the story that brings that happiness to all of you in the form of Vance's. Okay. So in December of 2017, Amy's father, Vance, passed away on his 80th birthday. That was 30 days after my mom passed away. 30 days to the day after my mom passed away. Wow. So in that month, we had two funerals to attend on each coast. Two big funerals. Big funerals. And then between... The funerals about a week after my mom's funeral uh, amy graduated from penn state with her master's degree in international hr and her dad got to come and watch her walk across the stage and we celebrated christmas and his birthday with him and amy's daughter alexis uh, let him know that she was pregnant with his first great-grandchild wow and our first grandchild and then uh, about a week later right after christmas on his birthday uh, he passed away so having lost two parents, mm-hmm. one each, Christmas, uh, amazing achievement of graduating uh, with her graduate degree, finding out that we were going to be grandparents, there was just a lot of ups and downs, a very emotional month. I looked at Amy and, and I said, I don't really want us to live apart, knowing that had she used her degree, she would probably have to leave Augusta. Mm. Yeah, I was interviewing Atlanta and then um, there was kind of a short thing in New Hampshire. So it, it I mean, you could have ended distant. up overseas too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was the goal was, right. was eventually with that. that degree. But I couldn't retire from the Air Force until 19. And right. this was December of 17. And we just didn't like that idea of being apart after losing parents and right. everything else that was going on. And uh, my youngest son wouldn't graduate high school until 2020. Mm. Was Congratulations pan- was to him. He a pandemic, a pandemic <laughs> graduate. Um, he just, you know, he just graduated this last year. Where did he graduate from? Grew up now. Shout out, shout out. What's his name? Ethan. Congratulations, Ethan. <laughs> That's right. Ethan graduated. Yay. <laughs> Congratulations. Now college or something. No, he's going to Nashville. He's moving to Nashville on Sunday. Or wow. Saturday. Wow. So he, he's moving today. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's moving, moving today. This, this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah so he, he's moving to, uh, to Nashville. He wants to go to pilot school and become a a private pilot. Wow. And he's moving in with his best friend who's going to school uh, to become a guitar maker, which is why they're moving to Nashville. That's super cool. Super cool. Okay. So this this moment is happening Mm -hmm. for you guys, right? Right. And then I asked Amy, I said, uh, if you could do anything at all, what would it be? You know, the the age old high school question for your counselor. It's a tough question. That's the job you should do. And then we all end up doing other things, right? Right. Well, we're Absolutely. old enough, and we knew that I was retiring. And if you could do anything, what, what was it that would make you happy? And I said I would bake. She said she wanted to bake. And you want to drink. Well, she turned to me, <laughs> and, and she said yes. Basically, yes. She said, Make uh, up for lost what, time. What do you want to do? And I said I'd like to own a bar because I like to talk, and I like the idea of cocktails and the way that you mix things and create drinks, create Irish coffee. And so uh, I said, let's do that. And he said, which one? I said, both. <laughs> and so Vance's bakery bar was born and there aren't any in the United States like it. And we know this because um, someone who helped us create our signature cocktails, he's um, one of the top mixologists on Bar Rescue. His name is Rob Floyd. And um, he does the, the drink cocktails and things like that for Royal Caribbean and uh, Carnival Cruises. And he is, he's open to 800 bars, and he's never heard of it. So he wow. helped us. He was one of our mentors. What, what makes y'all's, what makes Vance's, ba- is it Vance's Bakery Bar or Vance Bakery Bar? Vance's apostrophe, yes. Okay, okay. just want to make sure. What makes uh, Vance's Bakery Bar different than other dessert bars? So we offer boozy desserts. Right. So we have boozy treats and cocktails. So uh, there's both. There's in the, both. In the summer of, of 2018, we went to bartending school yeah. to learn mixology. So we're mixologists I love too. that. Y'all went together? Mm-hmm. We went together. I we love went, that. We went to uh, weekend classes, which is an awesome actual like class to take with somebody. Right. 
um, or by yourself. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was six weeks. Plug Zach McKay. It was it was six weeks, six Saturdays. We just went and spent Saturdays in Atlanta at, at this bartending school, uh, the Atlanta Bartending School, and it was awesome. We we learned over two hundred drinks and how to mix them together and got tested. Speed and drinks. Um, you had to make sixteen drinks in eight minutes. We booked <sighs> twenty four, and then you had a two hour exam, and it was about liqueur and different brand names of alcohol and. Then they would ask you questions. So you had to say what glass it went in, what garnish, if you shook, you know, if you shake it, shake it or stir or however you built make it. Or... Built is, on ice. Is there a volunteer position to just test them? <laughs> that's <laughs> the only reason <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> We've had tasters for the treats for two years. Wow. I mean, well, actual what tasters an incredible in job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so Amy took that knowledge that we learned, and, right. and she started to figure out ways to. So you finished bartending school, the, right? The bartending school knowledge into uh, into baking. So how do you make a margarita? <clears throat> well, margarita's got you know, lime and some simple syrup, maybe, or some sweet and sour. It's got Cointreau, it's Grand, got Marnier. Cointreau Grand Marnier, tequila. tequila. So she started taking all of those flavors and right. trying to figure out a way. To incorporate those into a cupcake, and now we have a margarita cupcake that has that's baked with tequila, and lime, and also uh, the icing has tequila and nice. Grand Marnier, Grand Marnier. and uh, it tastes like a margarita. So here's and the big question: Is is that because I've you know we've all cooked with wine and alcohol before? Is that the same thing that we're talking about here? Or are we talking about like a boozy? A boozy item. Can I get a buzz no. off of your cupcake? You can. Okay. No, I'm going to tell you a fun story. Okay. So we did a few <laughs> events at the Augusta Commons. Mm-hmm. So we did the Mardi Gras event and we did the brunch fest and then we did the spring fest. Okay. And at one of them, I can't remember which, I think it might have been the Mardi Gras. In 2019? Yeah. Okay. And we had um, a few Richmond County sheriffs who liked us. So they would <laughs> hang out at our table. And we would give them treats. Of so course, treats. We, we gave them cupcakes. And he, so one of them, he ate two cupcakes and two cookies. They're bourbon chocolate chip cookies and two margarita cupcakes. Shout out to Second City because it's Second City's bourbon. Yep. Oh, so. very nice. Okay. And they, he did a breathalyzer and it was zero. So some of <laughs> okay. the stuff's cooked out and some of it's not, but you're not going to get drunk. And if you ate 12 of them, you'd probably not feel good. So I don't know if you're drunk or not, but you have a stomachache. Yeah. So gotcha. You cannot get drunk off of eating them. So are we are we ready to move into what yes. Vance's baby yes, bar we are. is? So can, can we get that second yeah, drink yeah, from Zach? Can we get these cupcakes oh, yeah, yeah, passed yeah, yeah. out? We're that's gonna do the whole idea. thing. We're doing this whole that's thing. That's a good idea. If only we're on video. All right. Well, we people can be jealous. That's true. They can be. They can hear the ASMR. <laughs> you want us. me to tell you what they are? Please tell yes, us what they please. are. Okay, so I made them fresh this morning. So they are a chocolate cupcake. And the cupcake portion is made with Guinness beer, Hershey's cocoa powder, etc. Then there's a chocolate whiskey ganache made with Jameson. And then the icing is Five Farms Irish cream, buttercream icing. So that's two different ones, that's or are they both the, the same, same thing? All the same, all four are the same. So I'm bringing one of these to my girlfriend, is what you're telling me right now. Right. Okay, no, she, she, no, you're gonna bring her to the soft opening because we want to <laughs> give Zach one of these. That's we'll have these, yeah. Oh well, we had these at our uh, soft opening. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, while we try these, um, and Zach's making this drink, let's talk about the opening, right? So you mentioned 2019, you guys were doing an event. Take us from 2019 to the open. And I guess, you know, sometimes COVID comes up. This seems like when that would probably come up. It did. How did, I mean, that was probably a lot to deal with. Well, for us, you know, this, the space that we have, we're really lucky to have it right there on James Brown at the corner of James Brown and Broad. Right across we're from the new mural. Across from the new mural. It's in a, right by Laziza. Neighbors mm-hmm. with Laziza. Same building. And then, really? Okay. And then, and then upstairs, there are nine loft apartments. This building is from the 1890s. And so while we signed the lease in November of 18, we're only just now in March of 2021 actually opening the doors. To what the all has gone into that? What have you guys had to do to that? I mean, I know it's got to be a lot. Wow, this cupcake. So <laughs> okay, let me, do, let me do this. Wow. I will show you some pictures of what it looked like before. And to be honest with you, it was a dump. And everybody asked me why I picked that building. And why I would even think about changing this so dilapidated you the building. 
dilapidated old building, um, and I had a vision. And the windows in the front were part of it. But okay. it, the ceiling was falling down. There was grass growing um, and mold in there. Um, it didn't have electricity or um, heating and air conditioning, no plumbing, no bathrooms, nothing. The floor oh, was goodness. just concrete and some dirt. Mm-hmm. And um, So it this was wasn't mess. like you guys found the best option. This is like we are going to be downtown. We want to yes. be at this location. That's right. It's right. pretty cool. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I, I like that. Now, you know, and when we signed the lease in November of 2018, we had... Did you know we what had, was in store for you at that we point? Not, we did not. Not we, as much. We had a conversation with our landlord, and he said to originally that our expectation or, or an, uh, an appropriate expectation would be for us to open in April of 19. 19. And then in March of 19, we had <laughs> a conversation with him, and he said, I think we can be done in June or July. And then in June or July, we had a conversation, and it became, it just kept moving to the right continually right and then covid came along a year ago and funny story uh the the country shut down on march 13th funny story uh, that's amy's birthday oh and now uh coming full circle happy, happy birthday happy birthday We're yeah. ending that uh, Amy, amy's bringing uh, augusta back for her birthday here in 2021 that's awesome so for those of you that can't see this cupcake oh, right dude. now there's chocolate. I didn't even see the filling. Is that chocolate fudge? Ganache. Ganache. That's that's where the Jameson. Irish whiskey is, mm. is is hidden. It doesn't even. I mean, it doesn't taste like drinking whiskey. Well, that's it's good. so smooth. It, uh, it's it's very good. I don't want to sit here and be a food this, review podcast because we're not. But it's very good. <laughs> well, it's very rich. I used to make. I them. love this. This would go great with a cocktail. Oh, one might say Speaking that's of the Zach, bomb. We call it the bomb. The bomb? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, the ganache inside of it? No, just in general. The whole thing? I mean, thing? if you were to take, I mean, we can we can ask Zach, but if you were to take a Guinness and put a little bit of Irish whiskey mm. and some Irish cream in it. The Irish car bomb. Oh, yes. But we're not culturally appropriating anyone, so we call it the bomb. I used to make them with Bailey's uh, Irish cream on the mm-hmm. icing, but one of the alcohol reps let us um, taste Five Farms Irish cream. It is the best Irish cream I have ever had. Is and that where is that from? Ireland, County Cork. So happy cows in Ireland, and then um, whiskey from Ireland. Okay. It's and you keep it in the refrigerator. So you, you guys, you guys spent a lot of time putting this menu together. And Two you, years. You brought the menu to us um, so that we could talk about it. Can you guys kind of talk about, you know, the process of putting this together? Like, how did you make the decision? Like, were you just making what you thought was going to be good, Amy? Um, you mentioned having professional taste testers. They're not their professional. <laughs> <laughs> they might call People? themselves professionals. I think uh, they would. I would if I was them. But yeah, no, we had we had taste testers. So I would make different recipes and I probably have, so I have the main menu, then I have a book of specials, mm-hmm. which probably has about 40 items in it, and then another book of recipes that I've made, too, and then I had to narrow it down. I only wanted, right. a, there's about 11 items on there, so I narrowed it down, and then everything on there, or just about everything, is named after something in Augusta, so if you look at that, you'll see the Milltown Margarita, you'll see the current, well, and the drinks, the Colonel. Oh, Second City you'll Cookie, shout Second out to City them. Second City Cookie. Mm-hmm. We paired up with them for a long time. They've been great partners with us. Oh, and Bojack and Coke. That's yeah. them too. And the Bojack is is a boxer from Augusta. Yes, it is. Did not know that. Yeah. yeah. So they each have a little bit of history in it and, you know, gives a service or service something to talk about. Um, the liquor drinks, you know, the signature cocktails also are named after several things for Augusta. So. Okay. Speaking of cocktail drinks, we, we just got a new one from Zach. Do you want to, do you want to talk about this drink you've made real quick? Sure. So the first <laughs> one, the Irish coffee was made to pair with the cupcake. So I think Amy still has some left. Which so. by the way, it would have been a great pairing. That was the plan. <laughs> Irish whiskey, St. Patrick's Day is coming up, but the second cocktail, uh, it actually I'm, just happened. Yeah. Well, I see a second yeah, city class. Right. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, so the second cocktail is like an old fashioned variation that I came up with a while back. It's, I've called it like cinnamon, vanilla swirl, or twist, whatever one you want to call it. Um, I actually made this as a simple riff on an old-fashioned to showcase during the cocktail class I did in February at Second City. Awesome. And it was just to teach people like the, an easy way to kind of make your own recipe, right? So it's just a standard old-fashioned, but 
I used chocolate and Angostura bitters. Instead of simple syrup, I used uh, a vanilla syrup that I made. And then just some good bourbon, stir it up, garnish with an orange twist. I like that. I like the way you make drinks, Zach. Well done, sir. Once again, that's at all equal parts, Zach McCabe. You're an incredible human being for being here with us. Um, (laughs) And back to you guys' bar. So, Amy, you designed the food menu. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Troy, what do you, did you design the drink menu? No, I'm just the pretty face. <laughs> that was my guess, <laughs> honestly. But um, no, no, no Rob, that Floyd, was Rob Floyd that we talked about. Right. Um, he designed the the drinks, the signature. How did that? How does that Is happen? Is he going to be at the soft opening? No, He's but he not... will be. The important question. At one of the opening, or <laughs> not one of the openings, but something maybe after Masters. Just let me know. Oh. He so lives in Nashville now. I need yes. not a Okay. Two years ago, <laughs> when all. we went through this and we came up with the idea and we reached out to him. Um, Amy had a happenstance get together lunch with a friend of hers from college. Um, you want to tell the story? Yeah. So um, one of my friends pick, took a picture and he was in Aiken. And I said, what are you doing in Aiken? He lives in Philadelphia. And um, I said, uh, or he said, I'm, I'm down here with a friend who's going to propose, wanted to ask his uh, parents permission, something like that. So I met him for lunch and I was telling him the story of Vance's. And um, after, um, I think after his grad school, he went to California and he and a couple of my friends were trying to get into movies. And while they were getting into movies, they wait, you know, they waited, bartended. Right. And he actually ran the bar at um, Chateau Marmont, which is in California. You hear about it. A lot of celebs go there. Yeah. So Rob Floyd was working there at the time, too. So they were friends. So he said, I have a friend who's a top mixologist in the United States and I can put you in touch with him. So. He wow. did. And um, I called, we called him on the phone, and he was actually filming some bar rescues at the time. And he did call us back, and he worked with us, and he was kind of our mentor and gave us ideas, helped us pick glassware, and then came up with our signature drinks. And uh, hopefully he will be coming to visit. Yes. Uh, now, he, know, he was living in California at the time, but he now lives in Nashville. So it's a, it's a You short. guys have a lot to talk to this guy about, honestly. Oh, yeah. We're really excited to have He's him come great. and and check it out and see how things have have gone um, since since he gave us the original recipes. And you said he said he's never seen anything like this. Why do you think that is? But because uh, there are places that have desserts and cocktails, Mm -hmm. but there's no place that's really trying to have their desserts be cocktails. So it's something that is kind of a unique concept where rather than focus on <laughs> Rather than focus on Zach um, is stuffing his face in the corner. But his eyes cakes, got really big. <laughs> large cakes or pies or any of the other types of desserts that you can get. Right. Um, Amy's focused on uh, favorites, cookies, cupcakes. We like it. We liken it cobblers, to... and then she mm. and then she takes alcohol and she figures out what pairs with it. So we start with the dessert, right? And then we figure out how to add a cocktail element to oh, it. Absolutely. Okay. And we think of our menu kind of a 50s bake sale. So you're not <laughs> okay. going to go there and find um, very fancy desserts. They're I beg to differ. This, this is a fantastic cupcake. Uh, I'm, saying, I'm just saying they're not fancy, but okay. they're delicious. Okay. And they're smaller portions. So when gotcha. you know, think of tapas desserts almost. Right. But they're, they'll be beautifully plated and um, they're, they're going to be homemade. Everything's homemade. We don't buy anything out of a box. Um, we make all of our icing, everything, and they'll be fresh daily. Same with our drinks. We make all of our simple syrups, all of our mixes, mm-hmm. you know, fresh fruit. We'll be right back with more of our conversation with Amy and Troy. You're listening to the Drop the Disc podcast recorded at Augusta Podcast Studio. And of course, one of our very important community partners is the Clubhouse at the Cyber Center. Uh, the Clubhouse is really this cool entity because they represent not only trying to build this culture of startups, uh, having a co-working space with resources, technology, 3D printers, but they also are really big on building community. What do I mean by that? They have networking, they have events, they have round tables with leaders from around not only this area, but the world. Uh, Eric Parker, the director of the clubhouse, has a project called Make Startups, where they're trying to bring together different communities to help lift up the Augusta startup community. And all this is going on at the Georgia Cyber Center on the third floor. 
To learn more about these guys, go to theclubhouse.se. You type in the clubhouse, put the period before the SE, or just go to makestartups.com. So, Amy, you definitely are the operations person, from what I've seen. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Troy, what what is your what what are both of your roles? How did you guys determine those roles? Because that I mean, you guys are a, a husband and a wife that are working as a business or running a team. Right. That's got to be a lot to deal with. It is. It's Keep a lot to wrestling. deal with. <laughs> is um, that in the operating agreement? Like, if you can't make a decision, you just thumb wrestle paper, over it? <laughs> Which just means that I lose. Um, we um, we talked a lot about it. And in, in basically, the kitchen in most restaurants okay. is going to be back of house. And right. then the front of house is going to be the bar and the wait staff. So you're the, you're the so front, of front of house. house. Okay. So I handle uh, all, of our, all of our servers and bartenders. And I'm basically going to be the, the, the super bar back, the super... Uh, guy that's that's running things to you the just table, want to be the head bartender you just want to be there talking to people I want to be there talking to people I, right. I don't necessarily want to get as in somebody the way else makes them drinks. who have talent right um, you know, uh, you know if, if, if any of our bartenders like are, are busy and they're making great drinks I right wanna, I want to keep the guests engaged and uh, and draw attention to them and, and the craft that they have Okay. Really impressed with cocktails and every element of a cocktail. While I, I sit and I witness every element of the baking that Amy does, every element of the cocktail we can't watch because there's the craft that goes into the individual liquor. There's the craft that goes into the growing of individual fruits and vegetables that are used as garnish. There's the glassware that is made, and that's I mean, those are artisans that are making glassware mm. in particular styles and shapes to highlight things. There's just so much artistry that goes into cocktails. And so I'm really impressed with all of that. And I want to be able to highlight that for our guests who come, right, yeah. come to Augusta. And so we pair that together with the treats. And and they really complement each other very well. Yeah. Whether you're having an old-fashioned like we are now, that goes very well with our bourbon chocolate chip cookie because the bourbon notes can carry through in, in both That's an easy times. upsell right there. Right, absolutely. We have a milk and cookies drink on there too. Oh my and it's garnished yes. with part of our, one of our cookies. And the milk and cookies is made with... You're making cookies. Chris forget his diet as you're talking it's, right it's now. Absolutely. <laughs> there are no calories advances. That's right. um, I have figured out a way in the kitchen to it's remove a calorie all the calories. Place. Right. It's a sanctuary yeah. uh, from <laughs> calories. I'll keep telling myself that. <laughs> Spread the good yeah. word. Yeah. That's, what, that's what we tell everybody. Right now, there's calories here. <laughs> right, yeah. The studio, so you guys are going to have to come to Vance's office. <laughs> right. So before we talk about the menu that's in front of me, oh I, my goodness. I would like to know, um, you know, what are the hours of operation that y'all are going to uh, have? And also, because at this point, y'all are opened uh, when this episode is out. So, And also, I'm curious how many uh, people are working for y'all now. Okay. Well, our our staff right now, Amy has four bakers that are working for her. Three and three pastry chefs. Three pastry wow. chefs. Classically and, trained pastry chefs. And and one other uh, home baker like Amy that has yeah. 30 years experience of learning and baking and passion for baking. So you put those two elements together and you get wow. creativity. She's a mechanical and, engineer from Georgia Tech. Yeah. These are very smart <laughs> She's people. A baker was, now. It, was it difficult to put that team together? Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's like my it. expertise. So uh, we we found right. a really good team. So right. over the last two weeks, as we've been preparing for the grand opening, and then now that we're playing in the future and we're open. So we're recording um, this on Tuesday or on on Monday. Right. The soft opening is this week. The grand opening is on this week, Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday, and this is released on Sunday. So it will have just happened. Right. So. Our normal operating hours are going to be Tuesday through Saturday from 12 to 12. Okay. Wow. And we'll be 12 to 12. We're That's what I like to hear. In the early afternoon for people to come and have professional right. meetings, yeah. coffees, uh, boozy desserts, cocktails, soft drinks, whatever we're going to be. We're a, you know, a 50s, 60s, mid-century modern cocktail lounge. It's light jazz, light 50s and 60s music playing in the background. We have our... Our bartenders and our staff, uh, our servers, will be able to take care of everybody. Right now, we're sitting at uh, 15 employees. Wow. That's that, awesome. That includes the two of us. but That's, that's a large that's team. Employees. It yeah. is. But we're open 60 hours a week. So right. we have to be able to have opportunities for people to work multiple shifts. Absolutely. And not everybody works 60 hours. That's we also lot. wanted our service to be bar none. 
you know, you go into a restaurant and you're not greeted or you sit at the table and no one comes by or people walk by, but they don't speak to you. Mm -hmm. So we're going to elevate customer service. So we may have a few more servers than most places have, but it's on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. You want to be greeted. You want to be taken care of. This is a place, a decadent place where you're going to get desserts and cocktails. You can come dressed up after the theater and not feel weird. It's not a <laughs> ball. It's not a nightclub. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a nice bar. We say um, upscale casual. Yeah. You know, I know people are going to come in and, you know, shorts and sneakers and that's sure. just fine. But we want everyone to feel like they could maybe dress up, go out on a date or go with a bunch of girls to a bachelorette party or a bunch of guys coming in there after a golf, you know, outing and just relax and right, absolutely. Yeah, dress up. And in addition to our normal reg regular hours, we also want to have uh, special events on Monday nights. And they may be cocktail classes with Zach, all the cool parts. Oh, they you heard it here be, first. They may be uh, tastings with uh, distillery reps. And regardless of what it is that we do, we, we're really interested in helping people to demystify some of the alcohol. How many times have you been to a bar and you've seen all those bottles on the back <laughs> and you don't know what any of them are? And you order the same thing you always do. If Most it wasn't did. for my friendship with Zach, I I would still drink vodka cranberries. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Eh. All, all the ladies think they're vodka cranberries. <laughs> he, he's <laughs> honest. Uh, there or it, is. it was either that or Red Bull vodka. We that's, have Red Bull. That's for so. later in the night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have Red Bull. I need a Red Bull vodka cupcake, but I, I can't imagine that being if good. If we can figure out a way to do it, it may happen. Come we'll tempt me. I will. There we go. It may be a spring break in 2022 thing because that makes sense. A Red spring Bull break? Vodka, spring break. We can call it the bash because it's a party. Wow. There we go. We're, we're already working on next it's year. It's like a sweet menu. tart. That's what they taste like. Right. I love you guys. All right. So. What let's let's get into this menu, Chris. What what did you want to talk about so with this thing? One thing, the first thing I noticed with this menu is obviously it's very Augusta centric, but it's very affordable. Yes, that's one thing that I appreciate. That it's like four dollar stuff. We're, we're talking $5 about stuff. we're talking about this is a dessert place after a nice dinner, right? And then we go to your place and get some desserts or before because we or call before. we cheese plate? but first dessert. Yes, a nice cheese plate too. Now, the drinks are a little more pricey, but our well is premium. elevated. We have a premium well, so our well drinks are going to be more, you know, more expensive and better quality. Yeah. I mean, we've had others. we've had Stephen Moore from Indian Queen come mm -hmm. on. They they kind of have that same. I think yeah. Tito's is their well. Uh, you know, we've had the people from Pineapple Inc. It's the same. So yeah. very respect that. I, I think people would much rather pay six dollars or whatever for a well drink than pay four dollars to want to throw up in the bathroom right right good <laughs> exactly. yeah. pop off is that yeah pop off that's a good one <laughs> so y'all have uh sorry you have um indulgences you have Ooh. cupcakes shareables um i'm guessing the shareables are more savory um one of them is so um they make these sweet and spicy pecans with some cayenne pepper in it and we serve them in kind of a metal thing that, you know, some restaurants serve French fries in, twisted metal, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so it's shareable. It's a four-ounce serving. It's a, There's a cheese plate, yes. savory also. But the mini limoncello bites, um, they're necessarily savory, but there's three of them. And they, they're about the size of a mini cupcake. And this menu, you mentioned you have a lot of backup menus. Will this change kind of over time? So that one will stay the same, but we're going to have <coughs> specials. So I've given the opportunity for each of my pastry chefs to come up with a special oh, very and cool. then a cobbler for each week. So cobblers, you can't get anywhere down here, but mine are boozy cobblers mm. and they're a fan favorite. When we go have, when we have pop-ups, they sell out within an hour. Do you have vanilla ice cream to go with it? We have. <laughs> listen to this. So we have I bet it's boozy Madagascar ice cream. vanilla ice cream, but... It was it beat out Hagen Dazs and Ben and Jerry's and taste tests. So we have that and uh, a coffee mm. ice cream. Ooh. So you can add for two dollars. You can add a scoop of that to any of the desserts. That's right. And then on the bar side, we are going to have uh, specials as well, drink specials as well. Okay. I know it's really important for creatives and, and bartenders are very creative people to be able to continue to work on those creative items. So they're going to be able to make drinks. Um, that are off of the menu, and then we'll offer them on a, on a weekly basis as well, and we'll rotate through our bartenders to allow them to make their special for that week, and uh, you know we'll price it appropriately. But they're going to figure out what it is that they want to have so that we can continue to have uh, new items, new new cocktails, new 
desserts, new things for people to come and try. And we don't want to be the place that is too stale and is always the same. And, and right. obviously, if there are items on our menu that become um, unpopular or, or or don't sell, then we'll we'll replace we'll them with some out. of the specials that right. are always selling. Right. And and that way, uh, we can continue to be fresh and exciting for Augusta. So let's let's continue on that vein. Continue to be fresh and exciting. Um, you guys are opening now, and this is probably. The worst question in the whole world. I'm still going to ask it. Um, you know, what is the law? Lo- do you have like, do, is there a net? Is there another location in your future? Are we, what are we going to be doing? What can you tell me that we're going to be doing in the future? So we have a, a five year plan, or five, you know, when we're looking at it, we have a 10 year plan too, but our five year plan, <laughs> I mean, we have a 10 year lease. So we plan to be in, gotcha. know, in that space for at least 10 years, probably. 20, 30 years, you know, that's the goal is to be successful and become a, a mainstay in Augusta. Right. Um, in addition to that, we envision in the next one to two years that we'll be able to open uh, Vance's Bakery, which will be focused primarily on providing larger volumes for special events, weddings, parties, birthdays, get-togethers, things like that, as well as a walk-in uh counter you can go in you can buy one out, out of the counter do we have a location we're looking at you don't i mean not we, don't, an we don't have a location yet we don't have an address we okay you know, but it'll be it'll be downtown augusta we want to we want to do that, that similar um so that we don't put too much stress on the kitchen in vance's bakery bar right to be providing both catering options as right. well as daily six uh, day hour service week. options yeah. right we want to be able to provide the daily service options and not have that you know, stress in the right. slightest. Yeah. So we, that is definitely something that we want to look at and and be able to move into that direction. And okay. that may, may even be a location where we're able to, depends on the location that we get, it may be a location where we can hold some classes and teach some people how to make some things. You know, that, that kind of thing is important to us. And then um, we were talking about around the five-year mark, opening a second location. We have several friends across the country who have asked about the possibility Franchise. of us franchising or opening in other locations. We don't want to put the cart before the horse right, right. now, but that's certainly something that is that is on our mind and we're going to continue to think about and move forward with as uh, as we continue with our our grand opening that's happening uh, you know this last week before this podcast aired. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back to close out this episode of Drop the Disc podcast recorded at Augusta Podcast Studio and of course after the end of the official show stick around because chris has a new segment of around augusta and for all you creators out there we want you to check out augusta podcasts you hear us talking about the studio every day look it up find some information at augustapodcast.com and come make an appointment to see the studio yourself and figure out how you can become a creator whether you have something to say, whether you're trying to start a cool side hustle, whether you want to make some cool videos from home and just need some guidance, Augusta Podcast is a great place to start. Check out AugustaPodcast.com for more information and follow the social media page Augusta Podcast to find out more about the creators in our area. I'm really excited to hear about the 10-year plan. That is, you know, you, you kind of like to hear about businesses and, and you guys, you, you snuck this in, but the second location, the big bakery, would also be downtown. Mm-hmm. You guys are not from around here. You guys moved here. I mean, I wouldn't say on a whim, but it wasn't, you didn't move here and you were like, I'm going to raise a family in Augusta. What is with you guys investing so much time and money and, and energy in downtown Augusta and having that be so important? Well, I'll tell you one thing. When I was down here in 1989, there was a lot of, so I was in my 20s, and there was a lot of 20-somethings that moved. It was DuPont, and then it was Westinghouse. Mm-hmm. So a lot of 20-somethings. So Augusta was booming then. The Riverwalk was amazing. There was all these restaurants. Um, there was a high-end mall. I don't know if you guys were around then. You probably weren't even born. Not physically, no. Yeah. I've heard about it. <laughs> there were a twinkle in your mom's eye. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Maybe. we all would go down there Friday and Saturday nights. It was amazing, and Augusta was great. Then something happened, I don't know what, but it kind of went downhill. So everyone started going out to Columbia County, and well, you can't have a bar in Columbia County, by the way. Right, so there right. won't be another location there. But um, <laughs> we want to bring it back. So the, net, the nightlife, the shopping, you know, 
just to walk around during the day and make downtown a pleasurable place for people to go and people to come here. And if they have, um, what is it, the um, the Motown Hall of Fame or mm, something? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, is What's it, it the, the Soul? Is soul or R&B? Or R&B, R&B something? R&B yeah, Hall R&B, I think. Yeah. You know, something like that. Not just the Masters, you know, where people would come here, um, you know, and it'd be a destination location. Right. So that's really our goal is to make Augusta just like it was. We want to be a part of that. And, and you know, it, we both, we talked about our children. So mm-hmm. Amy's daughter, um, you know, grew up in this area. My three children primarily grew up in this area. Um, so it, it was really important to us to kind of stay here and what is home to them. Um, also, you know, as we looked around, Augusta has become a place that we've, that we love. It's, I've lived here, I told you earlier in this podcast, right. I moved 13 times before I finished high school. And then I joined the military and spent almost 16 years stationed at Fort Gordon. Augusta's the longest I've ever lived in any one place. This is my hometown, even though I'm not from this coast. This is where I've spent most of my life. And so, you know, I, I didn't feel the need to move back to California. And I really don't like the cold, so I didn't want to move to Pennsylvania. Uh, Sound like my dad. Sound like anybody. I like That's to fair. go and visit. I don't mind going and visiting. I love seeing the snow and enjoying all of that. I just don't want to shovel Once it. every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to scrape my windshield every day. And I think this segues very Perfect. perfectly into our ending. Yes. And that is, of course, the Drop the Disc question presented by Trainer Gray. The Drop the Disc question is sponsored by Trainer Gray Media. They are an incredible, incredible media group. If you need a commercial, if you need help with a live stream event, look no further. Trainer Gray Media Group, Emmy Award winning company in the CSRA and in the Southeast region. Find out more about them at trainergray.com. So every episode, every guest we've had in this studio, we've asked this question. What does drop the disc mean to you? And what we mean by that is if someone were to walk up to you and just talk negatively about the city of Augusta, what would you tell them? And we'll start well, with Amy since she's ready. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you find a lot of, so there's a lot of people from Fort Gordon, um, a lot of t- military folks who don't really know what there is to offer in Augusta. And they do talk occasionally badly about it. And that disgusta would come up. We correct them every time we hear it. What are you looking for? There's tons of outdoor. You have the lake, you have the river, you have run groups, you have cool bars, you have... Um, restored um, mills to live in, you know, cool places downtown to live. Um, It's just a really cool town, and they need to get out and enjoy it instead of automatically there's nothing to do in Augusta. Well, yes, there is. There's a lot of things to do. And so we're just trying to educate. And and for me, I am that military that came here from the left coast and spent almost 20 years stationed at Fort Gordon learning – to fall in love with Augusta. I love the weather now. I even like pollen season because it's normal. <laughs> it means, you know, it's it's instead of the, So I'm colorblind. So Did you the, drive your yellow car? Oh, the leaves, perfect. There there's a go. changing of the cars. <laughs> and so I, I understand that and I appreciate it. Um, I love baseball and we have the green jackets here. We mm-hmm. may have lost them to North Augusta, but it's still a part of Augusta. It's part of this area. Absolutely. Here. And so I'm, I'm very passionate about seeing Augusta continue to grow. Um, and I take it personally when people say, you know, oh, you're in Disgusta. Like, well, you know what? We're going to have a conversation about <laughs> why you don't think it's important for you to improve the place where you live. Even uh, if just, the earth's Just a rag right, on yeah. it. So uh, to us, it was, it was a no-brainer that we could stay here. It allowed us to highlight local spirits, local beers, local artists. We have um, two bathrooms. They're gender neutral, but one of them has art that is about... Uh, Jesse Norman, and the other one is is, is James, James Brown. Brown. That's awesome. You know, we have a mural that is painted inside of the bar that was painted by a local artist, Steve Snyder. Yeah. And uh, Steve, uh, everybody in Augusta has probably seen his art before if they've driven past the water department on Wrightsboro Road. They've yeah. seen his art because he did the mallards at the water department. So if you've seen the ducks that are floating there, that was him. Very right. cool. Um, so, it, you know, he's a, he's he's also like Amy. He's, he's not from this area, but he loves this area, and he stayed here for a long time. And, and we reached out to him, and he came in, and he, and he took care of the, the mural for us. 
I want to ask one more thing. It's it's not like a serious question, Do though. Uh, you guys are so sold on the city. You guys are so invested in downtown. Where do you guys spend your free time? What do you what do you like to do? Well, to be honest, for the last two and a half years, we haven't had a lot of free time. I believe right. you. Most I of don't our doubt time that. has been focused on Vance's, whether we were doing sure. pop-ups yeah. or special events, working on the recipes and doing various things. Um, but obviously with me having my retirement ceremony at the Green Jackets game, we would go to a couple of baseball games a year. We, we travel to, a lot. We like to travel. Um, my family's on the West Coast. Her family's in Pennsylvania. So we do visit everybody a couple times a year um, recently. Uh, Amy's daughter and her family moved here from from Utah, so they're here living with us now in this area. They're they're in Harlem, and then um, you know my my kids are here except for the one that's about to move to to Nashville. Right. So so we spend a lot of time with family. Um, we come downtown. We walk on the on the Riverwalk. We walk up and down Broad Street. We like to frequent places that we can go, and whether it be for food, we like food. Food. We like drinks. So, so we do places that provide food and drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't provide food and or drink, then they, they get less attention from us. Then I they, shop. They do get, and then she does shop. <laughs> um, I enjoy golf. I, uh, I haven't played very much in the last couple of years. But, right. But I do enjoy getting out and, and being outside. And, and Augusta's given us the great opportunity to do all of the things that we really enjoy and love. Um and we also, you know, we want to give back. So uh, Amy talked about uh, when we first met, she was running with team in training. Um, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Because of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. She ran for Man Woman of the Year in 2012. Um, and in addition to, to all of those things with uh, different charities, I mean, that gave us contacts at Allison South because, uh, you know, we knew people. Mm-hmm. And then we also, so Allison South became our marketing firm. Beyond Allison South, we, you know, 2KM is our, is our architectures, and they helped us to design our, our, our brand and everything that it is. We want to focus as much as we can on the local. And so that's what we've done. That's awesome. That's a whole lot of awesome stuff. Yes, it is. Thank you all so much for coming. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for the cupcakes. Yes. Mm-hmm. The restaurant is Vance's Bakery Bar. Yes. The opening is this weekend, right? You guys are open today, 12 to 2 on Sunday, right? No. No, we're not open on Sunday. No Sunday? We're not open on Sundays. And Monday. That's the other day, right? right. So, so Tuesday through Saturday. Tuesday from through 12 Saturday. to 12. Show 12 up two 12. days from now on Tuesday from 12 to 12. Vance's Bakery Bar. You guys are on Broad Street and James Brown? We're on James Brown. We look at the mural. Um, if you if you find Laziza, you go around the corner past it, you'll see a big V sign hanging from our front door. So get Laziza's for lunch. And get dessert. Yep. That's right. Boozy dessert. Troy, Amy, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for bringing the cupcakes. I swear, guys, we didn't ask for that. They brought it, and it was. It, I would have good. asked for it if I had known, though. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you guys so much. Okay. All right. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. We really appreciate you taking time out of your busy week to be with us today. Uh, As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you like this episode or if you just like our show and what we're doing, go ahead and find us, subscribe wherever you listen, rate or review us, give us a follow, and if you can, support the Patreon that we've put out. That support helps us to grow and to do more cool things in the Augusta area. And speaking of cool things in the Augusta area, next week we'll have Sam and Stu Baker from Low Country Clock Years on the show. And of course, right now, we have Around Augusta with Chris. Thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, this is Chris with Around Augusta. For those of you that don't know or might be listening to this for the first time, Around Augusta is a little segment for me to talk about things coming to the city or things that people are talking about and I either crush the rumor or say the rumor's true. So, I've got one thing that I want to talk about. The Draft Society Tap Room. Those of you that walked downtown recently might have seen their sign light up right outside their door. It's located on 875 Broad Street. Draft Society is a place for craft beer. They are going to have 50 taps with variety of beer, ciders, wine, kombucha, and soda. This is your typical uh, self-pour tap room. Uh, Super excited for this to come downtown. This is something that has been needed, something that you'll find in Asheville or any of those bigger cities that are doing some things differently. 
So check out Draft Society on Facebook. Their Facebook is Draft Society Taproom. And they're labeled as a uh, beer bar. We are super excited. Y'all know we like to drink beer on the show. We know that people in Augusta like to drink beer a lot. So Draft Society Taproom is something that's super cool. It's coming soon. They have not released the time or date that they are opening. However, they are getting very, very close. Check them out. And that is all for Round Augusta with Chris.